listeners, and welcome to the Chamber. You're listening to Fairfax Tasmania's Chamber Sessions. I'm your host, come guide, Rob Inglis. This week's guest is esteemed media personality, David Marr. David used to host Media Watch on ABC and he's a fantastic writer. Um, He's written numerous quarterly essays on Australian political leaders like Kevin Rudd, Tony Abbott and Bill Shorten, heavy hitters. I'd... um, I'd highly recommend tracking down some of his writing if you haven't uh, read any of it before because he really has a knack, like few others do, uh, for dissecting the minds of some of our most successful public figures. Um, his latest, the latest quarterly essay was written by Ma and it's it's about none other than One Nation leader Pauline Hanson. It's called The White Queen and it's published by Black Ink Books. Um, I spoke with David about the time he spent with Hanson in Tasmania in the 90s and the prospect of One Nation fielding candidates in our upcoming state election. One Nation is starting to establish a presence here in, in Tasmania again as the next state election looms. Do you, do you envisage them doing well here? Um, well, they very nearly got a senator. Mm. That was, it was very, very close, but she's outpolled strongly by Jackie Lambie. Um, and I don't know whether you watched the extraordinary duel between those two women in the Senate the other day uh, over welfare cuts. Oh, yes, yeah. It was sensational, and it got to the truth about... Jackie Lambie got to the truth about Hanson, about what I was talking about earlier, about the small businesswoman loyalties of Hanson, instincts, rather, the small businesswoman instincts of Hanson. Mm. Um, and none of that, none of that will play particularly well in Tasmania. Do you know whether the party is actually registered in Tasmania? No. So they're waiting until they get a certain uh, number of members. Ah, is that why they're offering cut price memberships? Yeah, yeah. Because they need to get what five hundred members? Yes, I think so. They've they've started right. a Facebook page, and um, I messaged them, and I got an auto response where it said that there was that offer going. <laughs> what a hoot. Um, and of course, she knows to be very careful about this because this is what got her into prison. Yes, of course. Um, what, do you think that Tasmania will be high on the party's priority list? I would have thought that they would... Uh, I mean, as I understand it, their, their main focus is Queensland. I mean, in Queensland at the moment, they've got something like a quarter... They seem to have about a quarter of the vote, which is which is roughly where they were in the late 1990s and it delivered them 11 seats in the late 1990s. So all of the, you know, the principal concentration of the party is there. But, um, but uh, um, uh, the, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're giving it a go everywhere. I mean, they're giving it a go in Victoria, they're giving it a go in South Australia, despite the Xenophon, um, you know, the the near stranglehold that Xenophon has on the, on what I call the other vote. You know how <laughs> the pollsters talk about, you know, um, Labour, Liberal, National, other, and um, um, but yes, she's giving it, giving it a go in Tasmania. I mean, Tasmania is always such rich pickings for small parties because there are so many senators and so few electors. Yeah. Do you think that they will sort of run a similar campaign to what they did in WA and in, in, in Queensland? No, no. Um, as you know, 
that set in place that pattern that I was speaking about earlier of never giving her preferences. Mm. The West Australia, same thing, Colin Barnett, dying government, um, desperate throw, and two things happened in Western Australia which are big lessons for Hanson. One is that um, that the liberal that 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 the liberals um, that the liberal vote it it actually did not help the liberal vote to have her preferences. And the other thing was that it damaged her standing in the eyes of her party. Mm. That the anti-politician, which she is supposed to be, the anti-politician was working to preserve um, a liberal government. And she has said no, she has said she won't do that again. And so I think that those preference deals are now once again history. Um, I mean, you've you've mentioned her small business background and how that's informed her her politics. What is there any were there any other events in her sort of uh, background or, or upbringing that that have really sort of influenced her politics? Um, oh, masses, and you know, there's, there's there's masses of this in the essay, but but it's she says that she drew from her childhood where she was helping out in her parents' cafe in Brisbane the principal lesson that the world owes you nothing and that you have to work for yourself and your own future. Mm. And it's and that's by no means a disreputable way of of, of looking at the world. It's a it's a really hard it's it's a really hard um, task but in many ways you know, there would be many, many Australians who see that as a completely decent way of addressing the world. And it's the fundamental, it's fundamental for her. She's, she's as I was saying earlier, she's an anti-spending politician. You know, we don't want welfare waste. We don't want Aboriginal bludgers. We don't want, you know, she has this bizarre thing about, about um, social services to Muslims with more than one wife, and mm. I mean, it's and it's 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 a penny pinching, it's a penny pinching decency that she has, which comes out of her childhood, the business background of her parents, and her own success as a small businesswoman, which was her work. I mean, the fish and chip shop, which is a lot of people laugh about. But it was a really successful little business in the suburbs of Ipswich. It was open seven days a week. She, she was high, She had five staff. Before she even started dabbling in politics, she built herself a big dream home on the hills outside Ipswich. She was running Arab mares and you know good cattle on it on on a, on the property. She was an established, successful businesswoman, and she's very proud of having done all of that on 